Broadcasting from the News Radio 102.9 KARN Radio Center and Studio 1B, it is Gluttony Unplugged with Scott Romine. Hey, Scott Romine here. Hope you're having a great Saturday. I grew up with two sisters who I such adore, and especially my one sister, Christy, who is, gosh, a huge fan of Strawberry Shortcake, has a house full of it, and I'm honored to talk to Muriel Farian. She is behind the character Strawberry Shortcake. How are you, Muriel? Uh, I'm good this morning. The sun is shining. That's right. And you're not too far from Arkansas. I think you live in Oklahoma, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I do visit Arkansas. I do love a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of things. Eureka Springs, I like. Oh, I you know, love hot and hot love springs that. and i you know it's it's a nice getaway for me really. it's funny you say eureka springs because the last few shows we've talked to crescent hotel we've talked to uh the the passion play and several things just oh nice. we've done a lot of shows focused on eureka springs lately when did you first get interested in art oh um i didn't think there was anything but that but anyhow um <laughs> about, about four years old i would imagine uh, is when I first started drawing. Um, I was one of seven children, and our house was all of 923 square feet. Oh, wow. And, uh, so seven of us. So I was a small one. I was kind of like in the middle, and I'd go underneath the dining room table to find my own space, and there I would make things. <laughs> so probably for gifts and things, you just wanted art supplies all the time, I would imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was what I was like for my birthday. Please, please give me, you know, um, a drawing set or, or please give me the money to go to a class uh, at the Cleveland Institute of Art. It was always that kind of thing. Yes, I totally understand that. Totally. Uh-huh. You know, I've always believed if you do something you love, you just never work a day in your life. It, it, it seems to me as that. Well, it, it, has that worked well, out for you? It's, it, it's actually true, except you always have to deal with uh, bosses. <laughs> I understand. Well, there's always that. <laughs> it, so it always gives a little, you know, and meetings and things like that. But but in between, I, I always liked the art. I always liked the art and the writing and the whole creative process is, yes, I'm lucky uh, that I was able to just move along the track I wanted to move. Is yeah. it is it a a difficult business to get into art or a difficult thing to survive solely on that or get uh, into I, that, I guess? Well, the thing is, I'm a commercial artist. I'm an illustrator. So the whole thing is like, I do it for a client. I do it for a business. And so with that comes, it's not fine art per se although i have some stuff i've done in that area so it's not uh, it's it's uh, it's a little more solid for me you know it's for people that are in there and for me um it was a fairly easy tradition um tra- you know going from being a kid doing art going into classes and then the where I went into classes, then they gave me half tuition scholarship, and then I walked into my job. So back then, it's different, you know. It's sure. it's a little harder these days, I think. 
I always found it hard to draw things I wasn't interested in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like if you said draw a football player, oh man, you know, yeah, don't make me do it. Oh, uh, you know? I had a little kid in one of when I would do talks uh, and demos for schools just because I would, they'd ask me and I would do that. And I had a little boy said, can you draw anything? I said, I can't draw anything. Can you draw a cross section of a furnace? No, don't make me do that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I can't do that one. Yeah, my husband can, but I can't. No. <laughs> you know, I would think that, a lot, you know, I'm an 80s kid and my sisters are, and a lot of our listeners are in that age bracket. Yeah. And I think most people looking back, you know, your memories are. Uh, they're different for everybody. I think most people probably assume that strawberry shortcake was like a Kenner toy invention, but it does not have that history at all, does it? No. Mm -mm. It started as greeting cards it's, and illustration. That's how it started. And uh, a lot of the people from the 80s, which I call, I'm, I'm from generation. I, I'm a boomer. I admit that, and I'm an old boomer, but <laughs> I, I, I also claim um, Gen X because, honestly, they're the people that gather around those toys and whatever. Oh, yeah. So it all comes from, um, for me, it all comes from my head, um, my illustration, and from my childhood, and I have a, a crazy kind of a memory that I thought everyone had, so I have a, a very strong visual uh, and um, auto, audio and, I don't know, sense of touch and movement and everything. I have all of that in my memory. So I don't put um, reference in front of me. I just start drawing because it's from everything I've been through. It's from your heart. I mean, it's, it's it, just great. It is. It is. And I always tell, and I eventually in my career, I became a vice president of creative. So I had a lot of creatives reporting to me, and I always felt – if it was art from the heart, it was the best. Oh, no question. No question. Yeah. So was it a common thing for a great greeting card to create a character or try to sell a line of cards? You know, a lot of people would think that most cards, every one of them needs to be unique. Well, it's absolutely not usual. It's absolutely unusual for that to happen. So how it happened is you would develop... Uh, we had a thing called promotional, which was cards that you put in between the seasonal lines. Okay. So it's it's for the greeting card company to keep their territory, and it's not taken over by another greeting card company. So it was called promotional, and that was just kind of like the fun part of it because it was like you can think of a character, you can think of a theme, and follow it through in your greeting cards. And I did – I think it was like 12 or 14 um, that fit together and it featured the ragdoll character of Strawberry Shortcake. Eventually it was called Strawberry Shortcake. So it featured her and I think I had Huckleberry Pie and I did Apple Dumpling and I did the cat. And so it was greeting cards. And it was going to be like, um, gosh, just 14 cards out there and then they would go away, right? Unless they were very strong in which they may make them part of the line. But then um, Bernie Loomis, uh, who was the mastermind behind making Star Wars a licensing product, he was a head of General Mills. Oh, and man. He, and he came to American Greetings, and I believe he probably went to Hallmark as well, and said, what do you have 
for girls that could be as strong <laughs> as Star Wars oh, for boys. Wow. Oh, but that's quite the challenge. Yes. Right? So the the president, uh, the vice president of creative of American Greetings at that time was Tom Wilson, who was of Ziggy fame. Very familiar yes. with Ziggy. Yes. He was the artist behind Ziggy. So he brings the properties to Bernie Loomis and um, in his briefcase, and he first he brings out Ziggy. Of course, that's his deal, you know. Right, and and, Ver, and Bernie says, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's not enough for girls. And actually, uh, Shortcake, there was other art that, you know, were for the promotional line that other people had done. And Shortcake uh, did not come out, number one, in the marketing test for it. But mm -hmm. anyway, it was the fifth one, he says, that he pulled out his portfolio. And Bernie Luma says, that's it. That's wow. going to be dolls, toys. Of home decor, it's going to be it's going to be an animation, and it's going to be an amusement park. <laughs> an amusement park, and that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that part didn't. But did you go tour Kenner at the height of all of this? I oh well, what we did is um, my first drawing was done in 1977 for the card, for the card line. And then um, in 78, when it, when it began to like, I think we talked to, was when he talked to Bernie Loomis about it. Um, and, and after that, after that, it was very quickly, uh, by the time we put the program together, uh, we did, you know, I worked with a writer on the storyline. I worked on more characters, et cetera. Uh, worked on a, getting a doll made. The first doll made was made by my sister, Susan. Wow. That is <laughs> because, incredible. Because she was, she was, she didn't have anything to do. She had six kids. And I, <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Can you hold that thought? Wait, we got to take a quick commercial break. Great. We'll be right Perfect. back here. I can't wait to hear the rest of this here on Guatney Unplugged. You're listening to Guatney Unplugged on News Radio 102.9 KARN with Scott Romine, brought to you by Guatney Automotive Group. Hey, Scott Romine here. Hope you have a great Saturday. I hope all of you very, very young 40 and 50 year old girls are gathered around the radio and listening to Muro Farin tell us the origins of Strawberry Shortcake, tasked with something to compete with Star Wars. So when I'm buying these Star Wars figures, my sisters are getting strawberry shortcake. What a huge challenge to come up with something like that. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> I mean, it's huge. I mean, you know, and I it know, lives today and it's been brought back several times. Um, oh, yeah. Were it's you allowed, were you allowed to come up with the world that strawberry shortcake and her oh, friends yes. lived in? Really? Yes. Oh, yes. So uh, I worked with a uh, writer, uh, mostly Linda, Linda, Lynn Edward, Edwards, and uh, we worked together and we would brainstorm. Now, um, the characters, the first um, group was six characters that we did. And it seems to be a formula for uh, for uh, those. I was the group was called those characters from Cleveland. So it seemed to be our formula, okay. you know, introduction of six to eight uh, different characters that like some things are very hard for me in art, but you know, what's not hard is coming up with characters for me. I love it, that. It, so it's like, uh, yeah, I've named myself queen of cute because it's just something that's not hard, but we work together with storyboards and you know, that sort of thing. 
And uh, as I was saying before, the first doll, um, they actually came and said, okay, so we need someone to make a doll so we can sell the idea to Kenner. We can sell the idea to Knickerbocker. And mm-hmm. I and I said, my sister can do it. She has six kids, so she doesn't have anything on her hands. Yeah, right. So, uh, so I and she's my older sister, so I got to be her boss a little bit. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, right. So anyway, um, so she worked for my drawings, and I worked with her, and she made the the first prototype of the dolls. Where After is that, it at now? Where is what? Where is that the prototype? Pro- Everything is in some safe in the people that own the copyrights. Ah. Wow. Yeah. Should be in the Smithsonian. It should be, but I don't even know because it's changed hands, the people with the copyrights. So I don't own the copyrights for that or for the Care Bears, which I started as well. So I don't own copyrights, but I, I, you know, my style is my style and it was my style before I did shortcake. You know, even as a kid, I could see the design language in Care Bears and Strawberry Shortcake is being, oh yeah, absolutely. Because you have a very hand painted look to the style, which nothing else had. Everything else was more clip art looking, you know, very very cartoon looking. Did you fight to keep that style on the packaging and everything? Uh, I did. (laughs) So the packaging, I actually, it's like, is that my forte doing packaging? No, but who else did they have to do it? So I did the package. I had to fight for anything back in those days. It's just, it was just kind of crazy. It was left in my hands, which um, I didn't think about necessarily, but you know, uh, this just takes something odd like um, uh, angel cake, the character, and I gave her a pet skunk. Now, <laughs> why not? In today's world, they might say, Oh, we no, we're not going to do that. You know, but um, so the styling of the character and stuff, I had some struggles with that, not for me, but from wet management. So I'd say um, they said, uh, well, you can't have those, that fat of cheeks. You need to slim that down and she needs smaller feet and um, uh, longer hair. And maybe it should be blonde. And I said, well, you know, that could be true. Uh, but you're going to have to find somebody else to do that. I'm not doing it to it. Right. Well, because you knew how it needed to be. Well, and it's like, I I am a crazy risk taker in some ways. And it was like, <laughs> okay, the worst thing can happen is they can hand it off to somebody else. That's the worst. Yeah, that's the so, worst. Uh, well, except that I at that point, I, I got a negative um, remark on my report card. You know how they do oh, evaluations. Yeah, they said I was... Um, uh, quote, temperamental, unquote. Combative. Yes. <laughs> well, they didn't use combative. They said temperamental. Oh, like, temperamental. I, oh, yes. And I, I was kind of proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's still on a note somewhere in that safe. You know, that review yeah. is in there with the doll. Yeah, it's in the file somewhere. <laughs> Do you have a bunch of these collectibles? So, I mean, what? I don't. You don't have any, really? Or you have no, some? I have. This is the story. So, um, they would give you six samples from all your licensing stuff. And I didn't do most of the finished art. I didn't do that. There was a woman, Fran Kiriotakis, that worked from my drawing and my color roughs to produce the final piece of art. But so I didn't have um, samples because the company would get six samples. And by the time it went through management and marketing and everything else, there was very few samples that I actually got in my hands. Oh, Wow. Right. So I don't I don't regret the fact that I don't get royalties, but sometimes I like 
I should have got samples, shouldn't I? At least. But I, at least. So, okay, so that doesn't sound great, but I have lots of followers on Instagram. Yes. 12,400 yes. followers. And one of them said, what dolls didn't you get? And I named, this is what I don't have in hand. She says, I'm going to send them to you. Oh, wow. That's great. I mean, I I don't know. Some people like get tired of social media, but I have such a fabulous following. I just have to say, I am just grateful to the lovely people that follow me. That That is fantastic. Um, how, did, how did you feel the first time you saw the cartoon? Here's your characters oh. come to life now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was the high. That was my first chills because my drawing <laughs> and they and I, the first animation I saw was in pencil. Okay. So it was it was this old style, right? It's all in pencil and there was strawberry shortcake, you know, from my drawing cuz I approval of the drawing and from my drawing and she's skipping down the lane and she has a voice. Oh, I think that's for the something. first time. Yeah. And I had chills. Really. It yeah. was alive. Oh, my! I, you raised my sisters on this stuff. <laughs> if if I remember, the bad guy was a pie maker or something. Oh, the purple, the peculiar purple pie man from Porcupine Peak. Right, da 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 da. So, yes. did you come up with? You got to have a villain, I guess, if you're going to have yes, a cartoon. Well, this was the cartoon. This is where the anime, the animation studio said, "Okay, we need a villain." And here's the name. They came up with the purple pie man. But now we have to have you draw it. And I thought, I, you know, cute comes like naturally to me. Sure. And um, evil is a little harder. <laughs> so uh, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to have to draw with points, you know, and angles mm-hmm. because the all the cute characters kind of roundish. Yes. So I used angles and points. And then, so this is the fun story. I, I, you know, like I pull stuff from my memory and my visual thing. Well, I decided to kind of pattern after my boss at that time. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and his name was Rex, and he was called the Silver Fox. But, um, you know, and it was like, well, you know what? He never knew. <laughs> he, he didn't pick up on it. No, he didn't know he was the Purple Pie <laughs> It's kind of funny because, like, I think the guy's name is Stuart Freeborn that designed Yoda. Yoda's face is his face. Ah, nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, I love when things like that, that kind of get slipped into creative, you know. It does. Well, you know, it's like people write about what you know. And the thing is, so I do my characters and stuff. A lot of them are short, you know, with larger heads. And that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay. You know, so yeah. So I, to draw a tall person and I will do that, but it's a little harder for me. <laughs> yeah. Because you tend to, yeah, you can lean towards that. The packaging, the artwork, everything about Strawberry Shortcake, even as a boy, I mean, I picked up on it as a kid. It's been, it's come back several times over the years. Uh-huh. It's the, yeah. the line that won't die. Thank goodness. It, it, yeah. And, and I think they thought it would, you know, I thought they, when they changed over to the, uh, the newer computerized look, you know, sure. Um, it was like, well, the old, the old one's gone. It's dead. And so we're going to revise this and we're going to ask marketing people. We're going to ask mothers and we're going to do this whole study and this whole breakdown, which we didn't do at first. Right. So they did all this kind of thing. 
And the thing is that the classic, which is I'm going to call mine the classic, has come back. You're listening to Guatney Unplugged on News Radio 102.9 KARN with Scott Romine, brought to you by Guatney Automotive Group. Hey, Scott Romine here. We're talking with Muriel Ferry, and I'm going to be in trouble with my sister Carrie if we don't talk about Uh-oh. Care Bears. <laughs> so, you had a hand in Care Bears, which is extremely clever to give them all different colors and these different things on their tummy, I guess, represents their personality. Where did that come from? Well, I we could head out um, uh, what we, uh, trips out of the office uh, away from meetings, you know, and the pressures of getting things done, etc. So retreats, and you would kind of have a this was kind of a competition for retreats. So you would just like this is my idea for a retreat, and these are the people I want to bring with me. Uh, I happened to win that one was I, we were going to a teddy bear convention uh, in Ohio and like near Columbus and we're at a teddy bear convention. And I picked the people and probably uh, a couple writers and a couple more artists. And we go out and we go to the teddy bear convention. And after, you know, a day there, I think we had maybe two days out of the office and I came back and uh, the president then of the company was uh, Ralph Schaefer and he pulled me in the office. Okay. So what's the big idea? Oh, he knew you had one. And he, I said, teddy bears. He goes, oh, no, da. He went to a teddy bear convention. I said, well, here's the thing. It's been popular since Teddy Roosevelt. Why is it? It's not going to go away. It's just going to get stronger. And what are we going to do to make it different? Mm. And so the idea came up and it was part. So it was kind of a brainstorm between myself and the president of the company. And he says, why don't we take the best selling sentiments of greeting cards and put them on the bellies and then the colors because i think we started going down that color idea thing with strawberry shortcake oh definitely right so that kind of directed us to do them in different colors and different moods you know that represented the mood of the teddy bear it was such a perfect matchup and it was at the moment that um, different kinds of printing was coming up that you could do. A substatic printing was just invented then. I think eventually, really, I think they did um, maybe not that in the final analysis, but we were thinking of that. So what they did, there was probably three of us artists at least that tried out on the look, what the look was going to be. And I think they were hoping, I hope Muriel doesn't win this one because she's still doing shortcake, right? And all those characters, total of 39 characters I designed for that line. And I was like, I was busy. And uh, so they were hoping somebody else would pull, you know, pull through that one. And um, no, they picked mine. So So my stylization, and uh, I think I worked probably a little less than a year on it because I was still doing shortcake at the time. And then it was moved on to a very talented artist, Elaine Kucherik, I believe was her name. And um, so she took over and all the color versions and stuff of the Care Bears or the finished work, as I call it, was Mm -hmm. done by her. I probably did, and I counted, but I'm thinking maybe 12 of the characters in the Cloudmobile and a lot of that stuff. Yeah. You know what is so unusual about this story is 
everyone we know the toys you're working for a greeting card company basically yes. coming up with these massive toy lines it's not even yes. a toy company right it's almost like you think the toy company invented this and then the greeting cards came no. later no so backwards and, uh, that wouldn't happen the, today i don't think no and so shortcake at least started with a greeting card line where in fact care bears started out as a licensing the first actually character program that wasn't a book or a greeting card or anything else, a cartoon, it was started out directed to licensing and licensors bought in. That right is away. so unusual. Yeah, it's uh it's it's something, but so the group was uh we, we were at a breakout group out of America Greetings. It was still America Greetings under that, under the umbrella, but we were in our own separate building and it was called Those Characters from Cleveland. So it was mostly specifically directed to toys as a think tank, toys and licensing. Do you mm -hmm. keep up with any of the other members of that group? Oh, yeah. 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 Several of them. Friends for All life, right. I'm sure. Well, you know, we have a cubicle. You get cubicle together, right? So I eventually uh, had did so much shortcake that there, I could not handle it anymore. <laughs> uh, internally, I, you know, I was doing my own photocopying and, everything else in approving licensing and doing all this crazy stuff. And so I got some help um, and uh, we're still really good friends. And um, she was, she came from working for um, rubber doing art ads for rubber companies in Ohio. <laughs> and so she, and she, she does beautiful, cute stuff. So we work together. Yeah. It's, I'm still connected with every, company every creative group i ever worked with i have a few connections in them that is that yeah. is so wonderful i gotta ask how do you feel walking in walmart walking down a toy aisle today there is he-man gi joe strawberry shortcake care bears it yeah. all this stuff is sitting on the shelf again i know um so here's a lovely story. I love this story. So I go into a very independent store in Tulsa called Ida Red, and it has the new shortcake dolls out there, and they're really a nice reproduction of the originals. That's right. And there's and it was right before Christmas, and sadly, right after my husband died, and my with my sister, and we're going through it, and we're looking at it. It was very it was packed in the store. You know, nobody really paid much attention to us. And I had in my purse a little scrap of paper. It was the back of a plane ticket, actually. And I thought, what if I draw a strawberry shortcake and I stick it in the package? Oh, wow. And sign it. That's and it was, cool. I, I love being the prankster a little bit, right? A little rascal. And I uh, took a picture. She took a picture of me and standing holding it. And nobody paid any attention. And we put it back. So I'm not sure who got that. But it started a whole thing. And I put it on Facebook. Uh, and uh, eventually we did Strawberry Shortcake Day at Ida Red. It's probably yes. on eBay now. You ought, uh, to just, I, you ought to just carry like a Sharpie and just sign the boxes in the store just for fun. And I, sh I should do that. I, I do sign. So we had a Strawberry Shortcake Day event. Uh, we didn't know what was going to happen. And the store owner is a lovely person. And she goes, you know what? We've got this strawberry shortcake, this, the dessert, and we have a really good playlist. And, um, and we're just going to 
dance and party whether anyone comes or not. That's that's <laughs> and, great. And it was a steady flow. And I side people's memorabilia and we gathered money for myself, for the store and for a charity. Do you s- draw like strawberry shortcakes for fans? Can they can they purchase no. a drawing? You don't do any of that kind of thing? No, because that's um, first of all, you know, I have new characters out there now. Sure, that's true. That's true. And I and and okay, let's let's admit this. I'm in. Uh, if I'm lucky, I'm the last twenty percent of my life. Okay, so I don't want to revisit the past that way. Okay. I, I revisit the past by listening to um, a lot of Gen X tell their stories of their childhood and sad. Some are very hard. Some are lovely, but I will listen to them all. And that's how I revisit that time by listening to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty neat. Have, have you dabbled with any of the new technology stuff, the iPads? And I mean, oh, I love drawing me? on oh, an yeah. iPad pro. I mean, oh, yeah. didn't you wish you had that? 40 years no, ago? Oh, I had it uh, I had it pretty quick. 1985 I got my first Amiga computer. And I, I started those. and I started with the art program on that and I started doing art. So I can do 3D animation and I can do 3D rendering because I taught myself that. I'm pretty sure so, there's nothing you cannot do. <laughs> uh, you're extremely talented. Can so you, I, yeah. Can you ahead. tell everybody where your Etsy store is and your website? I want people following okay. you. Okay. So I don't have an Etsy store. Okay. I have my own store and it's out of air.com and that is spelled O U T T A T H I N A I R S T U D I O.com. I sell prints of my art. I sell original art once in a while, um, and I sell things like T-shirts. I have a group. Since I have such a following, one of my friends said, you know what, Muriel? Your followers should be called something. I go, oh, my gosh, what could they be called? What could they be called? And so I came up with Careberries. Oh, that's great. So I've developed a logo for Careberries. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. And you can find it on Instagram and on Facebook and in my store. And it's a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being on the show. You are a true original. Such a blessing that you (laughs) came on. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Scott, for contacting me. Go out and become a Careberry with Muriel Ferry and creative Care Bears and Strawberry Shortcake. We'll talk to you guys next week on Guatney Unplugged.